It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are the Dallas Cowboys finally considering changing their philosophy when it comes to the running back position? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we are discuss- discussing the future of the, the running back position for the Dallas Cowboys because, Landon, we got a report from Michael Galkin that makes it sound like the Cowboys are going to be a little bit more financially responsible when it comes to the running back position. Uh, before we dive into that philosophy, what, what are just your general thoughts on that report from Galkin? Well, honestly, the first thought I had was that Man, we're going to have a 22-minute episode of Marcus just patting himself on the back uh, for talking about uh, this well, article they have to. They, they have yeah. to do this almost with the, the current roster they have now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, I think it's – it, it you know, as you start to accrue more high-priced players, right, you're about to have a, a, a quarterback that you're going to sign to a second contract, right, who's probably going to ask for more money, which, again, is a problem because of the way the cap is. But when you have a – big money cornerback who's coming back you've got you know a, a, a guy in cd lamb that you're gonna have to pay a whole bunch of money you got a guy in micah parsons you're about to have to pay a whole bunch of money uh it, you've already got something in the area of if i'm not mistaken six million dollars that you're paying to your former former running back who is uh, now in new england uh so yeah i mean there's a point when when something has to give and you have to start you know kind of being frugal somewhere um, and I think the thing that's exciting about this, and, and the reason that we're going to have a whole podcast about this, is that it's it's it seems to be kind of another step in the right direction towards uh, following the analytics on uh, team building, right? And and the and the idea that running back is a position where you should target first, and uh, as an area where you can get uh, a quality pr- a production. Uh, at a lower price at a point, and, and that that's an area where you don't have to skimp on talent while you're skimping on money. Um, so I, 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 I think the thing that the, the first came to mind my mind after the thought of you patting yourself on the back was was you know I, it really feels like the analytics crew that they've started they bring they brought in last season uh, has started to make some headway in some of the personnel yeah. decisions, and I'm excited to see this yeah. being one of the big first steps. 
remember they hired John Park to run their analytics department. He hired a bunch of really smart people to help with not only roster building, but like game day decisions. If you watch like the broadcast, you'll see a lot of those guys sitting behind like Dan Quinn right. uh, up in the booth. So they, they're very, very involved. I also just think when Steven Jones and Jerry Jones look at the roster, it's like, okay, we're going to be, you mentioned a quarter quarterback in Dak that's going to be making over 50 million a year. Uh, probably a top three paid receiver in CD Lamb. Uh, you've just paid Zach Martin to be the highest guard, uh, highest paid guard in football. Michael Parsons is going to be the highest paid defender in football. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, really expensive cornerback. You might have to pay another cornerback, an all pro cornerback, in Deron Bland a year from now. So you've got to find positions where you can cut back and really limit your spending. And I think they did this last year a little bit, Landon. Like they looked at the tight end position. I think ideally they would have loved to have Dalton Schultz back at $6 million because that's nothing like it, it really, that's not, that's nothing. But now they're paying their three tight ends, Peyton Hendershot, Luke Schoonmaker. And then of course, Jake Ferguson, I believe a combined 6 million for the next three years total, not just, not just for this upcoming season total. They're probably looking at that. And like, we need to do that with two other positions to help cover ourselves a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's, you just can't be big money spenders at every position across the board. You just, your your cap can't handle it. So, making smart decisions about positions where uh, you can get good production while you know having to pay less money, it, it requires you to be a little bit more creative, you know, in, in in your roster building in order to kind of get it to work. But it is something that can be regularly done. It's not. You know, there's lots of teams across the the NFL that are able to kind of not. I, I mean, I, I I don't want to say cobble together a run game because a lot of them are very successful. But they have found that you don't need to have the top elite talent at running back in order to have a very successful running game. No, absolutely not. I mean, the Chiefs are a perfect example right now. You could make the argument that the 49ers are the other side of that, but they're not paying a top end quarterback, right? Yeah. They're able to afford a Christian McCaffrey because they don't have a quarterback salary on the roster. But the Chiefs have an excellent run game, and it's led by a seventh round pick at running back in Isaiah Pacheco, right? Uh, there's a lot of other teams in the league that are finding these values on day three or they're finding running backs that were maybe cast off somewhere else yep. and coming. I mean, actually, I think the Eagles deserve a lot of credit. Like they let go of Miles Sanders, who was a Pro Bowl running back in 2022. They traded, was it a pick swap on day three for DeAndre mm -hmm. Swift? Swift turned into a Pro Bowl running back. I do think when you have an expensive quarterback, you've got to try to find little ways that you can cut around the edge. And I think this is this is one of them. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, there's so many different ways to kind of approach that position. Right. And that's the other thing, right. You can uh, it's, it's a position that you, you can get production, you know, multiple different ways. It doesn't have to be one player. It can be one player. It can be three different players, all of different ilk. You can draft a guy, sign a guy, sign a guy in undrafted free agency. That could be your trio. You can sign two veteran guys. I mean, yes. there, there are a lot of different ways to, you know, to cobble together a, a, a quality run game and because of the nature of the position it's easy to swap in and out you're it's, there's just a dearth of these players that have the level of talent that's required to play the position uh it, it just you know all the different aspects that point to 
value in, if you look at it from a like almost an economic standpoint sure. there's a huge supply of running backs there's always going to be an, a much higher supply of running backs than there will be demand uh and so it, it's just natural that you are able to kind of find alternate ways to fill the position in a quality way look there are other ways you can do this at other positions but running back is the position in which you have the most success and you can actually artificially create the most production yes. without having to pay a, a top end elite player to kind of move the needle for what you're trying to do. I want to discuss some free agent options because I do yeah. think there is a ton of really good free agent running backs that are going to be avail available this year. And you might be able to get those guys cheaper than ever. It's also an interesting draft class. We're going to get to that in segment three, but I want to talk about what this new philosophy might mean for Tony yeah. Pollard and Rico Dowdle both free agents scheduled to hit the open market in March next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire it gives you access to professionals that, that you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all of that while making the process so quick and easy. Hiring is easy when you have this many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, boneless wings, of course, and placing mm -hmm. some super bets. There are so many great ways to bet on FanDuel right now, so you can end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for... Who's going to score the first touchdown? Who's going to score the last touchdown? How many points will be scored? And so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, I want to talk about what this means for the Cowboys free agent running backs, but let's start with Tony Pollard first. Uh, he got a one-year, $10 million deal last year via the franchise tag, had a little bit of a down year, did uh, play all 17 games. Do you think the Cowboys have any interest in bringing him back? I would say not, right? Like, because, I mean, just based on this report, <laughs> like, I, I mean, not to get too kind of 10,000-foot view or, or, you know, try to read the tea leaves but the fact that this report exists and is being released to me seems like it's greasing the wheels for the for the exit of tony pollard if i'm not mistaken um so Does it i depend on the price a little bit 
Yeah, it sure does. It ab- it absolutely does. But I do think that even with a down year, uh, that he's probably going to ask for more than what the Cowboys are comfortable, you know, paying. Because even if the market completely falls off, somebody's going to give him eight million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's right. exactly the number I was going to say. Like three years, twenty-four million. Yeah, I mean, like uh, you know, a two million dollar knockoff of. Last season, when you saw him kind of get better as the year went off, mm-hmm. that's a good deal. That is the knockoff. Price, and there are right? teams that have like $90 million of cap space. Like, yeah. I'm looking at, ironically enough, the Texans, right? They've got yeah. all this cap space. Why not go and get a Tony Pollard for a year or two and help CJ Stroud out even more? I mean, they really had some success with that 2021 version of the Dallas Cowboys on their, on offense. So might as well go get already. Might back as well, as right? Well. Maybe, maybe Zeke's available too. Yeah, uh, probably. yeah, probably is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just likely that. Yeah, and you said it. Like, I mean, there's teams like Washington that have tons of cap space, and Chicago that just like are they have to spend money. Right? They have to. Yes, they have to. So. Yeah, why wouldn't you spend you know eight million dollars on a probably worth ten million dollar running back who, you know, yeah, maybe he gets injured, he doesn't play all your games, but you got to spend that cash anyway. It's for the Cowboys; they can't can't play in that kind of market. You know, that's just with with a, with a, with this kind of spending uh, uh, policy, uh, you're just not in the same you know uh, uh, league spending league as what these teams are going to be willing to spend on a running back and, and kind of reset the market just to meet the spending floor that they have. It, it is a little unfortunate because listen, when I took my big stance against paying running backs, that's when the running backs were getting like Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. McCaffrey, yeah. Gurley, they yeah. were getting like 16, $17 million a year. And that was ludicrous. Right. But if you can get a Tony Pollard for two years, 15 million and not all of it's guaranteed, like that's a totally different conversation, right? Like that is just completely different. But I do agree. Like, I just don't think the Cowboys are going to do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think they want to get younger. Number two, I think they've got to save that money. And number three, I think they're hoping that another team goes and spends a lot of money on Tony Pollard so they yep. can recoup some of that draft capital via a compensatory pick. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think, you know, their their love of comp picks is not going to go away with, with analytics no. uh, additions, I imagine. And if you're going to need that more up. with this roster yeah. that you you need as many picks as possible. That's right. So uh, I do agree that I think Pollard, just based on the numbers, based on what we, like I said, the existence of this report, uh, I, I think Pollard is not likely to come back next year unless it's on a greatly, steeply discounted deal, which I just don't imagine he's going to accept. I mean, even then, like, what's the number where the Cowboys would be like, okay, it's $5 million? Yeah, I was going to say half of what he probably would get, 4 or $5 million, right? It's just not happening. There's going to be other teams that see him getting better as the year gets on, see his ability to play in the passing game. He really improved as a pass blocker the last two years. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of teams that just bring him in for that reason alone. Like, hey, we trust them to pick up some blitzes. Let's bring him in. I will say Rico Dowdle, who is a free agent, I do think it's yeah. pretty likely he comes back. Yes. He doesn't have a lot of tread in the tires. I don't think a lot of people around the league are going to go out and be all that interested in signing a running back who pretty severe neck injuries in the yeah. first couple of years of his career. I think this actually helps Rico stay on the roster this overall philosophy yeah i do too i mean i think he's probably going to be pretty cheap again this year i mean he didn't he he definitely has shown more than he has in previous seasons uh but i don't know that it's enough to necessarily you know garner some sort of big huge deal 
Uh, I think it makes sense for him to come back this year. I mean, just being in a spot that he was previously. Um, and I and I think he is exactly the kind of running back you when, – when you want to blue sky the whole situation, right? Like you don't really know what your running back room is going to look like. I think that the guy like Dowdle can kind of fit into any one of them, right? Like if you wanted to pair him with a – uh, a quick, fast guy, and have a thunder and lightning situation. He Bucky can do Earth. that if, right. if you, yeah, exactly. If you wanted to uh, get a, just another, you know, kind of more lead back and have uh, uh, have him as the kind of backup or the the alternate guy, I think he can do that. I, I just think he fits uh, whatever your plans are pretty well, and he'll be cheap and he's young. Very so I, I think it, it just makes a lot of sense to kind of bring him back and and then you know use him as the. Uh, fill in the the gaps guy. He's the placeholder till we get yeah. to free agency in the draft. I I think that's what's going to happen. The Cowboys will sign him here probably two or three days before free agency starts, and they'll look at their depth chart and say, "We've got Rico Dowdle, we've got Deuce Vaughn, we've got Hunter Lipke, and we'll find somebody else." But at least if we had to play a game today, we feel like those guys could run our offense. Um, he's not going to cost more than like veteran minimum and at that point that doesn't even cost anything against your cap so i i would be almost shocked if he didn't come back unless the cowboys would just want to completely revamp the room and they just have no interest in even playing rico next year yeah i mean unless they just didn't like rico which 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 doesn't sound like the case at all no so i I just imagine i mean like i said all the all the reasons that we just mentioned are the reasons he'll be back he's cheap he's young he's talented he can fit into whatever you're trying to do. It makes sense to bring him back. We should also mention that they do have some other running backs in the roster. Malik Davis just signed a futures contract who we've at least seen play in some games before. I remember that Packers game from 2022 where he looked really good. Um, It's, it's not the most inspiring running back room. Sorry, Hunter Lipke, but at least you have some young cheap players there that can get you through games until you find something else. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got a combination of guys that, like, you know, you need another one or two running backs, like, in talent. But but I think if you had to go into a game with the guys that you have on roster... You can do it. Yeah, You could do it. You yeah. Do it. I mean, they just so desperately lack speed at the running back position. That's, that's, kind of the that's what they've got to find, whether it's in free agency or the draft. Let's talk about some potential options that the Cowboys could go out and acquire this offseason next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That is your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, it's time to order with DoorDash. Order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Make sure you stock up before the game. Get your favorite appetizers and all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day or on tomorrow's show, we're going to be answering your Twitter questions. So make sure that you send them into us. We're going to try to answer your questions on Wednesday during the offseason. And then we've got some cool shows lined up for you. We've got some exit interviews. Uh, we're going to be going through the positions over the next couple of weeks. We're going to start getting you ready for the draft. we got some something different that we're going to do for uh, some draft prospects this year. So make sure you tune in for that. But, Lana, let's talk about free agent and draft options at running yeah. back. What do you expect the Cowboys to do here? Well, I imagine that they're going to need to get a veteran guy that you know is on a kind of mid-level, cheaper contract, right? Maybe a guy that they can get uh, a younger guy who now what's interesting, right, is to kind of figure out you probably you need a speed guy, as we mentioned, right? You need some speed on this team. It'd be great to get you know maybe two guys with decent speed, you know. Um, but I think you definitely have to at least plan for one of those types of guys, a guy that can help you on third downs, a guy that can be a weapon in the passing game. Um, and then you got to look at the draft, right? And the draft, I think we've talked about it, is is not top heavy with running backs. I think that, that you get into the third round third through fifth round and there's a, a lot of good value there and you're gonna be have able you to started, find somebody have you started watching any of the running backs yet i have i watched a, a kid from uh is it wisconsin this monster oh, braylon allen yeah that kid i really liked watching him man uh, did you know how old he was uh this year for wisconsin how old he was i think he was like wasn't he 20 or something like he that? was 19 he just turned 20 in january yeah, he is. He runs like a monster. He yeah. looks. He looks. He runs like like Adrian Peterson. Like he run. Mm-hmm. He like you know physically looks like a hulking dude who is is going to run you over. But then every once in a while you'll see him like make some move with his feet and get around the guy. He, he's he's big, dude. He's really- my NFL comp for him is Bowser. Bowser, I like it. Yeah, because he's he's got some quickness to him. He's deceptively fast. But he's or, massive, but he's covered in spikes. Yeah, so don't yeah. want to you don't want to tackle. That's uh, a good it's a good comparison. Uh, so I, I I think that there's a couple of those guys. Like there are definitely guys that you can insert into this lineup and feel good about them, him being, you know, the lead guy in your in your rotation, right, or part of a group. Um, there's a couple of guys in free agency that I would potentially kick mm-hmm. some tires on. And, and I'm just going to name one off the top of my head. If you're looking to replace your Memphis uh, wide receiver turned running back. I, mean, I 100% yes. agree with this. Yes. And if you think you're trying to add some speed and you're trying to get a guy that's it's a little bit younger but still has some good breakaway speed, maybe will get a little bit cheap because he kind of had an off year in, in an offense that had an off year, I'd say. Antonio Gibson makes some sense. I agree. Right. As a guy who can catch the ball in the backfield, he's a bigger back. He's, you know, 220 plus. He had a couple of good years running the football out. I don't really understand or know why Washington kind of shied away. I think they just wanted more Brian Robinson uh, in between the tackles, maybe. But 
I think that Antonio Gibson to me is a guy who has proven that he can do it in the NFL. He didn't have any major injury stuff last year. I think he only missed a game or two uh, with with injury. Uh, I, I think he he's a guy that if you give him a new setting with that skill set, and the Cowboys clearly know how to work with those kind of players, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think he can give you uh, an element and free agency at a cheaper price that really can help you set up what you want to get in the in the draft, right? Like it's it, it just like okay, we've got a guy who can kind of function in either of these roles. We've got a a, a, a Dowdle who can kind of you know fill in the gaps. Now let's just go get the most talented running back that we can find in the draft, and then add him to the top, and then we're we're in a good situation. I love the idea of getting an established. Uh, uh, guy who can make plays, but isn't going to be like a you know eight million dollar running back, right? You know, Ten million dollar running back. I'm fascinated to see what happens in free agency because we saw last year like three running backs got paid, and then everybody else was veteran minimum. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think we're going to see that to a degree this year because it's it's Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, even I think Derrick Henry Derek- gets a little bit of money. Right, like I think he gets like a nice one year deal. Sure, and I think like DeAndre Swift is another one that probably gets Maybe. around that same money, mm-hmm. but like. How much money does Austin Eckler get? Does he get like a one-year, $3 million deal? How much money does like J.K. Dobbins, who's coming off a big injury uh, again, but somebody who whenever he's played has been really, really good. Does he just get like a a, vet- a one-year veteran minimum deal to show that he's healthy? How much does A.J. Dillon get? I mean, you want to talk about like a comp for Braylon Allen. I think yeah, Braylon Allen's yeah. a little bit more dynamic, but A.J. Dillon was somebody who – Really struggled at the end of the year, but he's like 24 years old and can really run between the tackles. I I just think between like Eckler, uh, AJ Dillon, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, like one of these guys you're going to be able to get for veteran minimum, and that's probably all the Cowboys need to get you to the draft. I mean, there's even more names than that too. I mean, guys that like and you, you mentioned know, Gibson, yeah. I mean, yeah, Gibson, and and look, I mean, there's also. Uh, uh, a little bit older guys and by older i mean you know 28 like rashad penny or you know boston scott who if you if you guys if you're just looking for an additional guy right uh, like like a, a guy who could come in and give you a couple carries a game these are guys who could be good change of pace you're gonna be able to get for a song right? well, i'll give like, you another one like clyde edwards hilaire is yeah 24 years old yeah you might be able to get him on a two-year four million dollar deal to just be your passing down back. Yeah. And, and you know, get stuff like that. Like, you know, and, and then there's older guys who, if you wanted to kick the tires to see if they had anything left, like older being in their thirties, like Cordell Patterson sure. or, you know, like guys like Amir Abdullah, who <laughs> it's like, you're, these are guys you're going to be able to get for cheap. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, put Amir Abdullah or Cordell Patterson as, Oh, he's RB one. No, but, but I think those are, to- those are guys you get like in May and June if you don't yeah. draft the running back that you love. Like, hey, exactly. we need somebody that we can give 112 12 touches to. Let's go pick up Cordero Patterson to get us through the year. You almost could go into this situation without signing any big name free agent running Possible. back and just know that you're probably going to draft a guy. And then on the other side, pick up any one of these other names that we've mentioned. I mean, frankly, half the names that we mentioned won't be signed. No, they the won't. Draft. So, so like they'll still be available at the end of the, after the draft. So, well, and a lot of those running backs won't want to sign before the draft yeah. either because they don't want to get blocked by a, a rookie coming in. So they want to wait until May, June, July, August 
to see, okay, hey, what's, where can I go to get some touches and kind of regain my value? This is a good year for the Cowboys to adopt this philosophy because there's, it's not a super top-heavy draft in terms of talent. Like there's no uh, Jameer Gibbs, there's no Bijan Robinson, but like rounds three to five, you can get a starting caliber running back and not have to spend a top 75 pick. You can get a free agent running back, Landon, and spend almost nothing. And between those two, cobble together a pretty nice backfield. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I think what we're trying to get at is that even more so than normal years, right? Like because of the large free agent you know, group, because there uh, is a healthy middle round pack of, of ball carriers, right? Yes. I think that this is a year that you can go cheap at the running back position and cobble a higher percentage of, 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 of production than you would agree. normally if you just, you know, we're trying to go get one top end guy. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. Go make sure you download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.